Welcome to the Self Love Breakfast Club, where we have honest conversations about health, wellness, and of course, self love with amazing women who aren't afraid to give it to us straight. Real life, real advice, and no BS. I'm your host, Crystal Rose, and today I'm serving self love for breakfast. Hello, and welcome back to the Self-Love Breakfast Club, where we eat self-love for breakfast. I'm so happy you're here today. If this is your first episode, welcome, welcome, welcome. If you have been a longtime listener, thank you so much for being here again. I'm really excited for this episode. Before I dive in, though, of course, I want to chat with you guys about some things that are coming up. First of all, one, I recently tried, if you've heard of the company Zen in a Bottle, my friend Holly Joy, she's been on the podcast. She is the owner of Zen in a Bottle. They started out with CBD. They have all these amazing supplements. I actually take the multivitamin. I take the K2 plus D3, which is called Sun in a Bottle. And I also just started taking the 300 Zens, which is magnesium. So she's got great stuff. And recently I started trying her deodorant, which is Zen Pits. Now, if you <laughs> if you have struggled to find a natural deodorant, one that works, you don't find yourself feeling smelling stinky or having to reapply all the time or just struggling with rashes and things like that. Oh my goodness, it has been such a deodorant journey for me. And I found a couple that I was like okay with and that, you know, I kind of liked and I would recommend if people asked, but I wasn't like in love with it, which, you know, has been it is such a struggle if you're in the natural, non-toxic world and you're trying to find certain products. Like deodorant is one of the biggest ones. And so I tried Zen Pits from Zen in a Bottle and you guys, holy shit. Like this is literally the best deodorant I've ever used in my life. Not just natural, but best deodorant. I don't smell at all. Like I can go literally 24 hours and not smell at all. I can get in the shower, wash my body, get out and like not put on deodorant and not smell for several hours. Like it is wild. I still am not quite understanding it. You know, if you look at the price tag, I think that kind of might scare people away, but it has so many sprays in it. So it'll last a really long time. And especially depending on your body chemistry, like you can go a long time without having to reapply. It's just insane. I've been smelling my own armpits. It sounds so ridiculous, but I've been smelling my own armpits like constantly (laughs) because I'm just like, what? It doesn't smell. It doesn't smell. This is so weird. My husband's like, what are you doing? (laughs) So yeah, if you guys want to go over to Zen in a bottle.biz, and check it out. It's really legit, you guys. It's so good. I'm going to be talking about this on my Instagram stories a lot this week, but I'm just really impressed. I mean, I, I know Holly is very particular and she's kind of a psycho when it comes to having like the highest quality stuff. And so I knew it would be good. I just didn't realize it was going to be this flipping good. So this is a free advertisement on this podcast, you guys. I am not getting paid for this. 
at all. I just want to share it with you, especially if you're one of the people who struggles to find non-toxic products that you love, especially, especially, especially deodorant. Please go check this out. Do yourself a favor. You're going to friggin' love it and tell me all about it. Please get in my DMs and let me know what you think. So I also have an upcoming workshop. If you attended my last one, uh, then you know that it was so powerful. It was like there were tears. There was, it was an incredible time. We talked about, you know, how mindset work only works when you're working at it and it's not really the solution, you know, sustainable change. And we talked about destructive and unhelpful behaviors and how, you know, we can kind of work at the root to help those. And so it was a really powerful workshop. And now I'm here. I am about graduated and I decided to kind of kick off filling my new coaching program, Self Love for Life, that I would have another free workshop and kind of get people into the vibe so they can feel and see and hear about what I do. So if you missed the last one, you do not want to miss this one. I want to speak to high achieving women. And maybe you feel like there's something missing. You know, maybe you're just go, go, go and you accomplish things, but you never feel it and you don't take the time really to celebrate and you're just on to the next thing. So if that's you, you need to be in this workshop. If you feel like you are constantly consuming self-help books and podcasts and not besides this one, obviously, (laughs) but you know, you're, you're consuming all of this content in hopes that you can fix an area of your life or solve a problem that you're having or get yourself in a space that you feel like you belong in, or you need to be in that you are not there yet. This is a workshop for you. It is completely free. It is an hour long workshop. It is going to be on Sunday, November 15th at 5 p.m. EST. We are going to dive into just that energy level that you're at where you are go, 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 hustle, hustle, hustle. We're going to dive into the hustle. We're going to talk about self-help books and why you need to stop digging around for the right one. And we're going to do a little bit of a demo of my work and what I do. So I would love to see you there. If you go to crystalrose.com slash healing, then you will find the link to sign up for my workshop. And I'm really excited about it. You guys are going to hear me talking about it all over the place um, the next couple of weeks, but I would love to see you there. So without any further hesitation, I am going to share with you guys about today's guest, Ginny Hoyt. So Ginny is so amazing. So she was my very first sister coach. We were paired up together when we first started our program to learn how to coach others in this space. And she was just such a like sweet little light. And it has been such an honor to watch her just like grow and blossom over the last 10 months She's an incredible human. I hope you guys love her as much as I do. Ginny is a life coach and she believes that you can build the life of your dreams on your own terms. She works with millennials who are fed up with feeling unfulfilled in their day to day and are ready to create the life they can be excited to wake up to. 
Through embodiment and intentionality, she helps clients break down their barriers and build lifelong confidence to go after exactly what they want. All right, you guys. So today on the show, as I mentioned, I have another one of my incredible sister coaches. She was actually my very first sister coach in this program. And it has been so incredible to just like watch her blossom and grow and just evolve. And she is such a beautiful human. I am so excited for you guys to meet her. Ginny, welcome to the Self-Love Breakfast Club. Thank you so much. That's a beautiful introduction. Thanks. Yeah, I'm super excited. <laughs> yeah, so we do a little initiation, GGB, which is goals, gratitude, and badassery. So I won't have you remember all of those, but the first one is goals. So currently, right now, in this moment, what are your goals? I feel like I've had the same goal for all of 2020, which is really just to get my career on track. Like building my coaching business has been what I've been focused on this whole year through this certification program that we are going through. And especially now that we're like kind of more in the business, you know, portion of the program, that is just like where my focus is. That's where I'm spending most of my time these days is just figuring out all the, all the, you know, background stuff that goes into building a business. So that's what I'm working on. Yeah. Exciting. And gratitude. What are you grateful for? So much. Okay. Okay. So actually just a couple of days ago, I got the sweetest message from somebody who reached out into my DMs and let me know that she has been following my posts for the last couple of months and that She has also, like I speak a lot about feeling stuck where you are in your life and feeling like you want to make a change, but you're not just not sure how and how to kind of like build up the confidence to do the big scary things. And she let me know that she is actually taking steps forward to change her career into something that feels so much more fulfilling for her. And uh, she just let me know, like, you know, you're part of the team that's helping me to get to where I want to be. And I just, you know, really wanted to let you know that I've been following you and that you're making a difference in my life. And that just like made my whole week. Like I was (laughs) so touched to hear that. It was the most beautiful thing. That is amazing. Like that is such a, it's such a good feeling because a lot of the times, especially on social media, it feels like you're just like talking to the abyss, you know, and you just keep showing up and you keep (laughs) posting and you keep talking. And it's like, does anyone, even podcasting, you know, it's like, does anyone hear this? Does anyone is this helping anybody? And then when you get a message like that, it's like, okay, okay, <laughs> we're good. Yeah, that's so how I felt. I was thinking like, man, of like all the months of posting that I've been doing and all the work I've done, like just to hear that one comment, I was like, it was worth it. Like it yeah. was worth it. <laughs> so good. So if you're listening and any person has impacted you in any way and you haven't let them know, just send them a quick DM, let them know, just let them know, because I'm telling you, it means everything. Love that. So good. And badassery. So badassery is basically like something you've done recently that you're proud of or that you feel like is pretty badass. Okay. The first thing that comes to mind is like a little bit off topic, but a couple of weekends ago, I went on a hike with my boyfriend and I have like not the greatest appreciation for heights. <laughs> it's like what ended up being way more intimidating than I thought it was going to be. 
but I like really challenged myself and I was like, no, like I've seen the pictures of these views. Like I've just got to like, I'm going for it. And I like really pushed myself to like, I didn't finish it, but I got pretty far to like see what I wanted to see. And it was just so, I was so proud of myself because I was like, I was shaking, man. It was scary. <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. That's not off topic. That's ex- that's on topic. That is badassery. You're, you're proud. Oh, yeah. That's so good. That I thought of, but yeah, I'm proud of that. That's so good. Overcoming fears. Yeah. So let's dig in a little bit. Feeling stuck, obviously you know that feeling intimately. Mm. So do you want to share a little bit about that? Because I think that like, this is such an area where, especially women, you know, we want to make changes or we're just kind of like feeling unhappy and we kind of feel miserable. And then we like, we let our brain just kind of talk us out of it or like the logistics. Cause like, of course it's not easy to make this like giant shift in your life. Right. Or make a career leap or anything like that. There's going to be a lot of logistical stuff and I think that's a lot of what keeps women back because they're like it's too hard I'm here forget it so tell me a little bit about that for you just like you feeling stuck and then maybe like some of the steps that you started taking to get unstuck so I would say that the first thing that comes to mind for me is a couple of years ago I was still in Maryland in the small town that I grew up in and I just knew like in my core that I needed something more. Like Mm -hmm. I could not stay there forever, but I just felt like, I don't really know like where to go from here. Like I have this feeling, but I don't know what to do about it. But I knew something had to happen because I was just so, just I felt stuck. Like my body was just had this feeling of like, Mm -hmm. we can't do this anymore. And uh, luckily enough, my boyfriend is also a really go-getter type of person. So he kind of pushed me into this idea of moving to Hawaii, like jump across the world. Like let's like throw ourselves into something that's totally crazy. And uh, I was very hesitant at first, Mm. but the idea just like so lit me up and I was eventually just like, right, fuck it. Let's, Let's do this and like go for it. So I was really lucky to have somebody in my life who pushed me into taking like a really big step. And it was just the most beautiful lesson for me to see how I can take big change and have it be super scary, but work out perfectly. So my most recent kind of experience with this now is with my career that I'm currently in a career that's like, not like totally. (laughs) feeling for me and I'm like looking to transition out and I had that same feeling of like I just feel stuck I'm not happy like I've got a serious case of the Sunday scaries every weekend (laughs) go to work and that's not how I want to live my life so just having that you know experience in the back of my head like you can do the big scary things and have it work out amazing like just trusting that if I'm committed enough to this process and I'm not going to settle for anything less than what I want there really are no other options besides like eventually it's going to happen. Eventually it's going to work out and not to say there won't be serious hurdles and, you know, hard times along the way. But if you're committed to the process and, you know, have a crystal clear vision for what your goal is going to be, you know, I I think that eventually you're going to get what you're looking for and it's going to be the most rewarding thing. I love that. Yes. Yes. The Sunday scaries. Oh my gosh. I feel like it's been a really long time since I felt that, but 
I've definitely felt that. (laughs) And I think that, you know, a lot of the times when you're stuck in a career, there's such this like propaganda to like become an entrepreneur, right? Like, I think that if that is where your heart takes you and that's something you want to do, like, yes, for Mm -hmm. sure. But also it could just mean that a fulfilling career could be something totally different. It could be in just like another company. It could be in a different, you know, style of work. And it doesn't necessarily mean you have to venture out into the unknown on your own. It's like just, if you just aren't feeling fulfilled, there's a problem. Yeah. I definitely think if you are someone who experiences the Sunday scaries, (laughs) like that's a sign that like, you know, you shouldn't feel that way. Life is meant to feel vibrant and exciting and fulfilling. And if you're dreading mm. going to work where you spend like maybe eight hours of your day, like, do you really want to be doing that? And another thing that was holding me back too is like, I had just graduated college and like jumped into this career and almost right away was like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Like I just spent the last four years like investing so much time and money into this thing and I'm not happy. Like just the idea of like, did I just waste all of this? Was mm-hmm. this a big mistake? Like, am I going to have to be stuck with this for the next 30 years or so? It was really hard for me to change that story. And now the way that I look at it is I still gain so many skills from what I learned in college. That was just like a stepping stone in this part of my journey. Like it wasn't a waste. I've gained, you know, experience from it. I'm happy that I went through that. And it set me up for the next chapter, even if it's not what I had thought it was going to look like. That's okay. You know, life happens. Things never really go the way that we expect them to. Never. <laughs> yeah, that is such a beautiful perspective, though, because I think a lot of the times one of the things that keeps us stuck is, well... I've already put all of this time and money and energy, years, effort into this career or into the education for this career. Like I can't, I can't pull out now. I can't stop this, even though I've just suddenly realized I hate it. (laughs) You know, it's like, and people feel that way in relationships too. I think, you know, you're in this like miserable relationship, but you're like, I've been here for like, three to four years. I can't just, (laughs) I invested all this time, damn it. (laughs) Yeah. And that's so scary. Like I so empathize with anybody in a situation like that. It is scary for sure. Mm. You know what I think is, is even scarier is that if you like take no risk and you like do not change, like you're really Mm. losing, losing out on all the potential of what could be. I heard a great quote the other day that like taking no risk is really the greatest risk of all that sitting there and doing nothing and just Mm. sitting where you are like you're losing out on everything that could be. So it could be helpful to kind of frame it in in that way that, you know, you're really missing out if you know you're unhappy and not doing anything about it. Yeah. It's kind of like (laughs) no decision is the worst decision because it's like, it's going to, it's going to make it for you, right? Like whatever that decision is, it'll make it for you if you just sit there paralyzed and don't do anything or time will just keep passing and it's like you could have started even small and stumbled through and be further along even if it's inches than you are you know a year from now so what about what about people who maybe they're really unhappy and they feel really stuck but they don't have that that crystal clear 
vision of what they want or they don't know what they want to do. And they're just like, I just know I don't want this, but I can't just run away from this and just (laughs) figure it out. Right. Like, what do I do? Yeah. So I would say even just being in that starting place of, I know I don't want this is a great place to start. Get clear on what you don't want. Get clear on what you're not going to settle for. For me, something that was really surprising for me to figure out once I, you know, stepped into the the job that I have now is I quickly realized I don't make a good employee. (laughs) It is really hard for me to have somebody tell me what to do and I don't get a say in it. (laughs) So I was just in this place, like I didn't exactly know where I was going to go next, but I was like, I have to be my own boss. I cannot have somebody telling me what to do all day and I don't get to, you know, have any influence on what I'm doing for the day. It just did not work for me. So even if you're in that place of like, I don't know what I want, but I do know what I don't want, just like keep going down that path, you know, kind of build up more of like, I don't like this. I don't want that. I'm not settling for this. And eventually I think that weeds out a lot of kind of the overwhelming possibilities that you can kind of funnel down into more specifically, okay, what are the jobs that check all of my boxes? Yeah. Um, I think it does take time and patience. You know, don't feel like you have it all figured out right away. You can take the tiny steps to just kind of follow these leads and see where they take you, gather more information. And yeah, don't make it a hasty decision and feel like you need to have it all figured out right away because nobody has it figured out all right away. (laughs) No, none of us do, even or ever. (laughs) Some of us don't figure it out ever. We just... We just keep going. We're just like, well, we'll just keep figuring it out as we go. And there'll be more to figure out as we go. And it's funny you say that, like, you don't like having people tell you what to do. You need to be your own, you know, to be your own boss. Because, like, me being my own boss, there are days where I'm just like, I need to hire someone to tell me what to do. (laughs) I totally see that, too. Just feeling some direction. I'm tired. Yeah. Or just like, even just like, I'm like, I had to hire someone to just tell me where to be, what to do and just keep track of my schedule for me. (laughs) That would be nice. And it's like the opposite. (laughs) There are definitely pluses and minuses to everything, I guess. Oh yeah. You know, prioritize what's the most important to you. And and for me, having the freedom to decide what my schedule is going to look like, what direction I want to take things to go is just for me, the most important thing, right? Yeah, now. I think that's a really great tip too. Like, what's the most important to you? Like, is it freedom? Is it mm-hmm. money? Is it you know, like, what is it that is important to you? Is it lifestyle? And then that can kind of help a little bit too, because I think sometimes you know people are like, I want to make millions of dollars, and then it's like, okay, well, what do you want to do? Because it takes a lot of work. And very, you know, like you're not going to make millions of dollars if you decide that you just want to like, I don't know, paint puppies, you know, I'll say, I mean, you could, but like (laughs) become like some incredible, like world renowned artist, but that's not, you know, typical. So it's kind of like, you got to frame like, what is it that I really truly want out of life? And then Mm -hmm. how do I get there with the things that I feel passionate about or that I want to do, you know? So you are someone who has struggled with a bit of anxiety. Mm, Yes. We're we're getting in deep, Jenny. (laughs) So do you mind just sharing a little bit about like your previous struggles with anxiety and, and how that's gone for you? So I feel like I have kind of an interesting 
experience with anxiety because I feel like depression and anxiety usually go hand in hand. And yes. for me, that was not the case that mm. I really struggled with depression through high school, through college. And then right around the end of college, like I had felt like I was crawling out of that hole and like, okay, like I've got my feet under me, I can handle this. And then anxiety just like <laughs> stepped right in and took that place. And I was just like, felt like I tumbled right back down, down the hill. But yeah, so I just grew up in a pretty chaotic home that I think contributed a lot to my anxiety. I have a big people pleaser tendency. I just really want everyone around me to be happy. So there's no conflict and everything is, you know, sunshine and rainbows. And then I feel okay. If things are anything less than sunshine and rainbows, my anxiety kicks up and it just feels really tough to show up every day and be around people. And yeah, so I, I struggled with that for probably like three or four years now. And it got to a point where about two years ago where I just like was not showing up at all. Like everything made me feel like I just want to stay home. I don't want to go see anybody. It just is like it's too overwhelming, too scary. And yeah, I just I could feel it felt like my life was almost closing in on me. Like my bubble was just getting smaller and smaller of what felt comfortable. Mm. And what really changed for me was I think hitting a point of like, life is not supposed to feel this way. This is not normal. Like I've suffered enough to the point where like, I have to change. Something has got to give. I can't do this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. Like, I feel that. I think, I think there's a lot of people struggling with anxiety. Like these, I mean, especially this year. I mean, this year has been... I think one wave of anxiety and uncertainty after another. So how did you like find yourself like pulling out of it or reframing, you know, how you live? Cause I can't imagine you can just be like gripped and riddled with anxiety and then, you know, move from this stable career into something a little bit more uncertain yeah. and taking risks. Uh, yeah, it was such a transformational period of my life these last two years of just like so much has happened for me personally. Mm. And I would credit so much of my growth to this coaching certification program. Yeah, um, I think the biggest thing that this program has taught me that has helped me with my anxiety is feeling safe in my body. Because I grew up in a pretty unstable environment, like my body just did not feel like a safe place to be because everything around me was very unstable. And so even though that's something I experienced as a child and now as an adult, like, you know, my external circumstances are pretty fine. I don't have anything super crazy going on, but my body still just was on edge all the time. Like my heart just felt like there was always a weight sitting on top of it. Like I'm on edge waiting for something scary to happen. Mm. And just really learning that like, to tell myself and coach my body through the emotions that it's feeling to remind it like this is a safe place to be. You can feel all the things you need to feel and you're going to be fine. You're not going to be given anything that you can't handle. So funny. That's like one of the first things that we learned in our program. Yeah. And when I first heard it, I was like, yeah, I feel safe in my body. Like, what does this mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it took me like a couple of months to really feel into that and be like, oh, shit. Like, I do not feel safe at all. Like my body is just like riddled with so much like tension because it feels like it's always in danger. So just like allowing myself to process the emotions when I'm in a moment that makes me feel anxious and remind myself like you're safe right now. Like nothing 
things out to get you. Nothing's going to kill you. You know, it kind of sounds funny to say those things, but when you have anxiety, that's what your body feels yeah. like. Something's going to get you. You need to be on edge. You need to have your guard up. Yeah, you open an email and you get the wrong thing and it's like, I'm going to die. Everything's it's just, <laughs> that's, a, that's the feeling. Seriously feels like your life is like at stake, even though, you know, it's just an email or an awful <laughs> comment someone makes. Like, logically, you know yeah. that's not the case, but your body is just like, so like, on you know, on 100 level of awareness, like, no, we need to be aware. I'm scared right now. I don't feel comfortable. Yeah, just like really understanding that and working through those emotions was the biggest game changer for me. Yeah, I do. I love the subject of safety and how like, you know, in the program is the first thing that we learned, but also it's the first thing that we learned to teach and to coach. And when we bring our clients in through our program, it's like, hey, we're going to start here. You know, like this is the base, like this is the basis because there's so many people running around out there. Like they don't even know what that is. Like they don't even know yeah, what feeling that's, safety. That's I, I did not yeah. know what that meant. I was like, yes, I feel safe. Like I don't really get this. This seems so elementary, but really like, yeah, just people, I think most people, you're right, don't really understand what that means. And it right. is, a really great foundational place to build the rest of kind of your structure of living and your mindset. Yeah. So I do think it's really important to understand that, you know, you are in a safe place. Your body is a safe place. You can feel the things you need to feel and the world is not going to end. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to end if you feel your feelings. Yes. <laughs> they feel like it. <laughs> yes, it can feel like it, but sometimes for sure. But. Yeah. Yeah. That feeling of safety, like, I mean, for me, I've always struggled with insomnia and night terrors and just like seeing crazy shit at night and just like being so gripped with like fear. And within a few weeks of just kind of practicing that safety feeling in my body, I was able to like almost completely resolve it. Like there's, it definitely pops up here and there, but it's like really nice to not be scared all the time at night. <laughs> That's great to hear. Yeah. My husband and I were actually talking about this last night and he was like, because he was like, have you always been, you know, felt like this or whatever? And I was like, yeah, like since I was a little girl, like I didn't sleep, you know, because like my parents were screaming or whatever. And he was like, yeah, I remember when we first started dating or we first started living together, you'd always have like the bathroom light on. <laughs> I, hate I was just so freaking scared all the time. Like I needed a light, like I needed a nightlight. I am a grown ass woman who needs a nightlight. <laughs> No, shame in that. You, no. <laughs> if it, you know, I mean, if it helps you and if it makes you feel safe, cool. But um, I was really grateful for the tools, you know, learning how to create that in my body. And so I don't need a nightlight anymore. <laughs> not, not all the time. <laughs> yeah, maybe sometimes. But <laughs> So good. So I just, I'm loving like, I'm just loving like like where you're at with the whole unstuck thing and like sharing about just everything that you're sharing. I just love it so much. <laughs> I think it's something that women need to hear, you know, we need to hear that you like giving permission, you know, like giving permission to do scary stuff and make changes and, you know, feel into where you want to be and what your goals are. I think there's such pressure to put a timeline on it. You know, like this, by the end of this year, I need to be here by the 
end of the month or by, you know, 2020 is my year and it's the year I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. And I know I personally have fallen into that trap year after year after year of goals I have for the year. And I think it's really important, you know, to kind of give women permission to just take all the time you need to figure it out. Yeah. And I would even say like women have an extra responsibility too of feeling obligated to take care of the people around them. Like if mm. you're a wife, that like, I think a lot of women really struggle with feeling like, am I worthy to take all this time to invest in me? Am I worthy to like, just focus on myself, do the things that make me happy? You know, I think that there's a lot who feel like, Oh, I, but I need to take care of my kids and my family and, you know, all the other people around me. And I think it's, you know, pretty common for, for us to put ourselves on the back burner. Oh, yeah. And say like, oh, I'll get to it later, you know, like, they're important too. I have to take care of them. It's my responsibility. But I think that there's a, an analogy of like, you can't pour from an empty cup. Like, mm-hmm. if you're not taking care of yourself and making yourself happy and going after the things that fulfill you, you know, are you really going to be showing up as the best mom, the best wife, the best daughter, the best anything if you're feeling tired and stressed and overwhelmed, unfulfilled, you know, all the things? Probably not. Like, you are so worth that investment. And by investing in yourself and filling up your cup, making yourself feel just like a 10 out of 10, the best you that you can be. Mm. That only brings up everybody else around you. Like you are going to be able to show up as the best mom because you're feeling so fulfilled and so excited to take on every day. Yeah. The better mom. I mean, I, Jenny, I literally just wrote about this today. Like I just posted about this today, like on my Instagram, because it is such a like, people think it's like this virtuous thing. They wear it like a badge of honor that they put everyone else first and put themselves last. And it's like, no, this is you. Like picture yourself as a battery. You're running around at 50% and you're dishing out your juice to the people around you. You're not giving them your best. You're not. You're not giving them the mom that they deserve, the wife they deserve, the boss, employee, whatever it is that they deserve, friend, sister, you know, you're not giving that to them. You are running yourself ragged. You are burning yourself out trying to give this like crappy half battery percentage to everyone around you instead of the real virtuous thing is fulfilling yourself putting yourself first because then you have this 100% battery and you show up every single time better for everyone around you. Let's fucking stop this today. Let's stop (laughs) the, I put everyone else first and it's Uh, so hard to put myself. No, let's fucking stop that shit. Like, I think we all know, we all know that that does nothing for us. All it does is wear us out. Yeah, I totally agree. And, you know, I'm sure we can all think of someone off the top of our heads mm. that, who you hear all the time of like, oh, like, it's okay. Don't worry about me. And they're just trying to show up for other people. And like, I can think of like a couple people off the top of my head. And it's just so clear. Like, they're not yeah. happy. They're not thriving. Yeah. Like, you just want to shake them and be like, no, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Love yourself. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even when, you know, when I'm feeling burnt out, when I'm not feeling 100%, I know I am not the best wife. Like, my husband speaks to me and my, my mind is somewhere else. You know, I'm not 
present and I'm not able to really listen to him. My eyes glaze over and I'm just kind of like, mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. you know, like I don't, I can't be there. I can't be there with him. I, I get snappy. I'm not, you know, always so kind and understanding with, with the, the little annoying things that our husbands always do, you know, like I'm like, oh, and I'll snap. And then I later have to backpedal and be like, I'm sorry, you know, I'm, I'm stressed and I'm going through this and the other thing. And like, that wasn't, that wasn't you. <laughs> that was me. But when I'm like really fulfilled and I'm filling myself up and I'm like taking care of myself and I'm not like burning myself to the end of, you know, the stick, like I'm not that person. I'm totally present. I want to listen to what he has to say. I want to hear it. I am there and he can feel that. And I don't get snappy. I don't get frustrated. I am just kind of like, all right, we're here. And I know that people can feel that with their kids or, you know, you want to play with your kids, but your like mind is like, I should be doing this, 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 instead of just being present. So it's like, you're not even, you're not able to give what you think you're, you know, you're, you're giving by, by giving it to them first. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree with that. That people can tell when you're, you know, at the edge of the string, if you're like feeling yeah. burnt out. Yeah. Um, then you're, people can feel that, that they can tell like you're on edge, like you're not doing your best right now. Like you're capable of like showing up as being a, a much better version of yourself. And yeah, yeah. it's just kind of funny to see the people who, who feel like, Oh, I'm so proud of myself for giving to everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's not to say that you can't, you can't have those days where you're stressed or you're burnt out or like, it's not to say that you have to give everyone a million percent of you, but it's more of just like, like, let's make a shift. Let's, you know, let's stop let's stop putting badges of honor on, on putting everyone else first. And let's start like, you know, making that shift because that's, what's going to be the real game changer for your life and everyone who's in it. (laughs) So we, we normally like to end on a quote, but I feel like you gave a really great quote earlier. So unless you have a new one for us, or if you want to repeat that one, you are welcome to. (laughs) Good quote. I do have one quote that I absolutely love. It's a pretty long one, and I haven't memorized the whole thing, so I'll just keep <laughs> the first little bit. It's kind of short. It's a quote by Terrence McKenna that I just love, and it starts with, nature loves courage. If you make the commitment, it will respond by removing impossible obstacles. Ooh. Like, if you, like, have a dream, and it's big, and it's scary, but you're committed, like, be courageous, go after that, and you know, it's going to work out. Things are going to happen for you. You're going to accomplish so much more than you would have ever expected to. That's so good. That's so good. Yeah. (laughs) I love it. All right, Jenny, where can people find you? So I am most active on Instagram. My handle is underscore Jenny Hoyt. So you can find me on there. Perfect. And we'll have that in the show notes along with anything else all Ginny, Ginny, Ginny. Thank you so much for being on the show today. I have absolutely love having you. You're such a little light. Aww, thank you. Yeah, this is so much fun. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Self Love Breakfast Club. If you enjoyed it, please share with your friends and tag us in your Instagram stories. See you next time.